win in style We've done it for a while It's better to aim very high Then our football story will echo with glory Hello and welcome to season 5 episode 26 I, I, I still can't believe we've made it this far That they've let us maintain <laughs> Of Echoes of Glory I'm ASD I'm Jack And joining us in the room is a, is a brand new voice for us to listen to Abbas, how are you doing? Hi guys, yeah I'm good, uh, good, good thanks Bit nervous, you a bit nervous? Yeah a little bit, a little first bit. time Alright, well as we do with all first timers Break them in gently So first of all, why are you Tottenham? Um, I've lived in Tottenham all my life oh, yeah. um, Lived 10 minutes away from the ground It's yeah. all I've ever known Amazing. So, like, when when we like when north of the ground or towards uh, Seven Sisters or where? North of the ground, so oh, yeah. towards Wood Green. Oh yeah, yeah. So not not too far. Yeah. Yeah. And so, do you get any like match day? Because I I travel in, you travel, Jack travels in. Is it is it like a bother having all the Spurs fans there? No, or what? love it. Yeah. Um, so when I when I'm in my back garden, um, if I'm not at the game, I can actually hear the crowd. Amazing. That must be amazing. And the. Can you see the lights at all? No, a bit bit far for the lights, but oh, yeah. I can I can definitely hear the sound. That's amazing. Um, now, <laughs> so we do. I was just warning Abba saying, you know, we ask you your favourite goal, your favourite player. What's the favourite goal? You, so well, let's just go into it. What's your favourite goal you've ever seen live at Spurs? <laughs> at, at Spurs. <laughs> um, so it probably be Obafemi Martins for Spurs legend Newcastle <laughs> against Spurs when we lost. I think we lost three two actually. Yeah. <laughs> we just had to watch it. Why, why that? Why that goal overall over? Um, just because it's so. It just took me by surprise. Really, yeah. it was just. And in fact, it was Obafemi Martins. <laughs> out, of all pe- out of all people. <laughs> Have we got a Spurs favourite at all? Or um, it's hard. I've put you on the spot. Here. Yeah, it's difficult. Um, it's difficult to top that Martins goal as well. Really. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd say Van just because he was just amazing. Um, and he hated Arsenal as well, he which is a good thing. Arsenal, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so the passion. That, that's just your favourite player? Rafa, yeah. Rafa van der Vaart. You listen to um, The Magic Sponge. You got, I told you about The Magic Sponge. Or The Magic Sponge, if you don't listen to it, Jimmy Bullard's podcast for Dave is hilarious. They had Joe Jordan on, and he was talking about how, like, the favourite player, they, they asked him the favourite players he ever um, worked with, and he said, like, Carnu had unbelievable feet when they were at Portsmouth, but then he started going off on one about Van der Vaart as well, so, yeah. you know. Um, uh, mad podcast, to talk, with so much to talk about so this much week, so about. much, man. So we've got... Because we've got Palace to talk about because we weren't here last week. We've got Fiorentina, we've got Swansea, we've got the two games, so West Ham tomorrow and then the Arsenal on Saturday. We've got a lot to talk about. Before we do, I want to start off. Um, so I've been speaking to uh, our friend of the show, almost champion of the show, um, uh, the Spurs poet. If you don't follow him, he's a good follow. And uh, we've commissioned him to write a poem. So he wrote this. I mean, this was straight after Swansea, so everyone's riding the crest of the wind. So for years, the giant was laid to rest. Sometimes stirring, but never awake. But the alarm clock of glorious started to chime, stirring echoes of 61-story remake. To dare is to do, that's the way we now play. As the love returns to each and every seat, the passion, desire, the will to succeed, this could be an incredible feat. But it's more about the feeling that they've given us back. It's not about the results, it's about the emotions inside. Together we are stronger than we've ever been before. We can hold heads high with the utmost pride. The return of the childlike enthusiasm once had, the excitement before each and every game, the bragging rights over all our bitter rivals, that emotional coaster ride at the lane. No matter what this season holds before us, 
we can be assured that we are all in this number because the Tottenham boys just keep on marching. The Lily White Giants soon to awake from their slumber. I'm excited. Chills. Chills. I've, I've yeah. genuinely got goosebumps here. So follow him, find his page on Facebook. He's, he's genuinely brilliant, which is why he's the only, uh, he's the only person we, we speak to for that sort of stuff. It's been a mad week. And so I was in Barcelona, as, as I keep on going on about. Um, and so I was... Holiday ISD. Holiday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was working, but we'll carry on. Um, Hugo save in the second minute unbelievable like that that reaction save but the annoying thing now is it's becoming regular when I was at Barcelona and full match report coming up but like Messi, Suarez, Neymar are playing in front of them they still find stuff to moan about in Barcelona I couldn't believe it I couldn't go like couldn't show my phone and say do you know Vlad Kirikos have you seen him <laughs> I couldn't like they just Fazio didn't Fazio was suspended for this game Fazio yeah. was suspended but when they were reaching out the Sevilla side, they went Konoplyanka and substitute heard of him Okay, decent player Stephen Inzonzi. I, I didn't pay good money to go all the way to Barcelona to watch Stephen Inzonzi again. <laughs> but it got me thinking, the last 10 years, this is a serious question for first question, I am arguing that Hugo Lloris is our most important player of the last 10 years. More important than Bale, Defoe, Keane, Lennon, Kirikes. I mean, it's, what a statement that is. I'm, I mean, balls I'm, on the I'm table. I'm trying to find... A player to, to disagree with you. Uh, K- King. King. This yeah. is the only one. But is he our most important player? He, the, my, the reasons for are he's saved more points than like Bale won for us or Keane or Defoe won for us. The thing he doesn't have is, the, to, King's, uh, to King's point, is King was Tottenham. He was mm-hmm. proper Tottenham all the way through. And like no matter what happens, Tottenham... Is all about the community. It's all about the players. It's all about Tottenham. You know, you know that more than me because you're from Tottenham. And King had that in abundance, you know. And I, I always get bored of when people say, you know, if he was better, he would have gone to Real. If he was all, if he was um, fit, he would have gone to Real Madrid. Well, we don't know that. He might have done, but he didn't. It sort of doesn't matter. So he's Tottenham. I think the only other player that comes to mind who we think of most important. I think when we've been most successful when we're in the Champions League, Modric. I think that's the only one. Not on goals, assists, but just what he brought. He brought world something class. that we've, we've never really replaced it. Um, he's the only one, but I mean, Hugo, yeah, what more can you say about him? It, it's like what you said, he pulls off absolute world class save, and people just go, yeah, that's a good save. But actually, no, that's going to beat pretty much any keeper in the world that first shot. And he made one as well against Swansea at 2 1. We'll come on to Swansea in a bit, but at the end as well, didn't he? He made one which. Everyone was just like, yeah, good save. Was that the near post one? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's, oh, that's a really good save. Yeah, yeah. Right. And it's annoying because Fabianski, we're getting on to Swansea, I don't want to get away, but Fabianski <laughs> had the game of his life again. Um, what do you think? I mean, you said King. What, what's your reasons um, for the defence? For, for King, I'd, just because, as you said, Tottenham through and through, um, and he was our best player for a long time. Um, and we, when, we, when he wasn't fit, you could see the difference that the difference in our defense. Yeah. Um, he wasn't. I mean, he had a presence about him as well. So I see Hugo has that same presence. He's yeah. a leader of men. Yeah. Um, I was actually watching a YouTube video on Hugo when he was at Leon. Yeah. And um, I think they gave away a, a lead, uh, and at full time, and they showed the camera going through the tunnel. And he was livid. Yeah. Like, he was so angry. Yeah. All the other guys were just, like, ambling along. But he was the one that really spoke yeah, yeah, up. Yeah. Um, so it's good, to have that, it's good to have that in the dressing room. 
where these guys are like, you know, they're, they're actually fighting for one another. Yeah. It's different to Spurs sides I've seen in the past. And I think Shigo's a big part of that. He's a huge part, isn't he? But your point about him being the best player at that time is you can't, like, that's a major, majorly important part. Put this out on the internet. The Ninja Nipples says if we finish in an automatic Champions League <laughs> spot, he'll have to go down as one of our best ever players. But I, you know, I was having a similar conversation um, with my dad about it actually, and we were saying about Hugo: is he not the best keeper ever that we've had? Like, is yeah. there not Pat a better Jennings, goalie? People going to say. I mean, I didn't. See people it. will say, and they'll say Ray Clement as well, won't they? But yeah. I mean, well, certainly, Hugo. certainly, my lifetime. Yeah, um, definitely my lifetime. Yeah, you're right. Your dad would be the person I look to. Um, well, he he was even saying when we were talking about it, that Hugo, you'd probably say, just the he's best he's seen. So, which, like, my first. The first goalkeeper I can remember playing for Spurs um, was Ian Walker and yeah. Epson Bardson. <laughs> so we've, we've come far. <laughs> we've come a long way. How the mighty have fallen, eh? <laughs> well, I was thinking, like, when we first got Hugo and they just didn't play him, they were playing free dogs, they were waiting for him to bed in. It's not like a defender. He stands in between the goalposts, you know. I know you need to know where the players are playing, but he's looking at them. Anyway, um, other people, Pepper Breath. It says it seems Hugo will be rewarded with Champions League football. That's something he's really deserved after sticking with the club. I think that's a big because he's stuck with us. He could mm. have gone literally any. He could have gone to PSG for a lot of money. Um, but then a lot of people. So Mauricio Pochettino. I don't think it's him, but it says <laughs> has to be Robbie Keane. Before the Martignol era, we were a team languishing about the middle of the table with no real signs that we were going to push on and become a team consistently challenging for Europe, European places, let alone anything else. He feels the change came when Levy and Co came in, but that is outside the decade barrier set up in the question. Um, the first season that we qualified for European competition was 05 06. Our top scorer was Robbie Keane. He mm. firmly believes the qualification for Europe that year set a concrete foundation for the way Tottenham has been able to grow and develop over the last decade. The reason I've chosen Robbie Keane over all others is purely because his goal scoring that year kept us in contention for so long. Honourable mentions to Michael Carrick. He sort left, of, didn't like, he? Yeah, that's, yeah. that's my reason for Modric. He, was, he wasn't here long enough. Berber. Berber's a big shout. That's a good shout. He was club. But then he went off to... It's a difficult one, isn't it? Because if you're talking about players that you think had a genuine impact in the squad, like someone like Michael Dawson. Like, yeah, I was He had a say. massive... Not the best... But by no means the best player in the world that we've ever had, but big influence on sort of... be interesting to see, because he joined, didn't he, from Forest, and we were... Pretty bog standard team, yeah, and he yeah. took us through and up into the Champions League as well. So there's a few, there's a few names floating around. Is the amount of money that we got for Bale does that that become part of the the, the discussion? Is it important that we got 87 million pounds for Bale? No. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> so let's work. Let's get Palace out of the way. I'm. I'm furious that we went out. Like I, I would rather be out of the Europa League than the FA Cup. I said it before. The FA. Let me. Let me. Some there's some lyrics I was thinking about that um, describe how I'm feeling. The FA Cup is an occasion next best to Christmas Day. Every team in the, that's in the country they get their chance to play. Everybody want next best to Christmas Day, the best thing of the year. And but we're out. And Palace were awful. So, don't get me wrong. Nobody wanted us to go out. No, like every, every Spurs fan in the world wanted us to get through. But you look at it, and you look at the team you put out, and you rotated, didn't he? Played Ben Talab, and he played the lot these fringe players who have been playing a lot in Europe, but not so much in the league. And although we've gone out, that was probably the right decision because 
as brilliant as the FA Cup is, we're in a position, a unique position now, where we have to prioritise the league over anything because we're yeah. we're we are in a Premier League title race, which is yeah ridiculous. And it's unfortunate we've gone out of the FA Cup, but I think if we went on to win the league, I don't think anybody in ten years would be thinking, "Oh, do you remember that no one 0 loss to Palace?" But then, should we sacrifice one thing for a if for a chance for if we win the league? Well, when it's as big as the league, mm. yeah. um, it, I mean, it's all about perspective, right? Yeah. Um, the FA Cup is great, but the league is the pinnacle. The league is the one. The league is the one. That the league is the one that everyone wants. Yeah, yeah. Um, and to be in a position to be where we are, we have eleven games to go, and you know we're during off day. We can't win every single game we play. No team wins every yeah, single yeah. game we play. So, personally, I. Although I don't want, I didn't want to be out of the FA Cup, but it's probably better to have an off day in the FA Cup than against, say, West Ham tomorrow evening. I'll take that. I'll take point, that. Yeah. And like, it's not like it was a close game. We battered them. It just didn't happen. We just done. It was one of them games, wasn't it? Yeah. Where they yeah, nicked yeah. a goal and we couldn't break them down. And Reading, a bit unfortunate. We could be playing Reading in the next round, which is like an automatic. <laughs> anyway, I'm not gonna. I, I'm still angry because there's so much good. Fiorentina, nervy game. The one-one. Then we got, took them back to the lane and just took them apart, basically. Absolutely. Quite. And don't get me wrong, they're a good team as well. That's not really like that's not us playing a box. I think they're third, aren't they? In, I'm just looking at Italy. Yes, they so then they're not a bad team at all. They've got some good players and we absolutely battered them. Like, it was a comfortable... It could have been more... They're fourth now, but they were... I mean, they're on oh, no, a joint third, sorry. Exactly. Like It's not as if we're playing a bog-standard side. Like They were a really strong team and to play the way we did, it was just... We're a really good team. We are a good glory, team. Glory, glory. They, they're disappointed, actually, Fiorentina. Um, second half of the first leg yeah. they got back into it yeah, they and did. they played a bit like Fiorentina play and I thought second leg would be quite a tough game but they just did not turn up yeah yeah do you think so we, we talk on the podcast about how we neutralise like star players or we don't like we come across teams who say oh we, they didn't come they didn't bring their A game but we, it's because we just don't let them like we're all over and we're strong we're powerful we're fast we're at them is that what we did with Fiorentina? Yeah. Um, there was, I think there were like 10 minutes in the second half, just straight after the uh, kickoff, where Fiorentina had a bit of the ball, had a few half chances. Yeah. But, and I think that's when we took our eye off, eye off like the, the, the ball a little bit. But as soon as we had, as soon as we had that like, minor scare, we were back on them, and they literally yeah, yeah. had no answer to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the next, the next game. I was just going to say one quickly thing while we're yeah, on sure. Fiorentina. Um, I had a message from Carl Woodbridge, friend of the show, I have um, in the show. week. Um, we love Carl Woodbridge. We do love Carl Woodbridge. Um, and he basically quoted me an article which said that Paolo Sosa believes at the moment Spurs are one of top five sides in Europe, ranking Spurs with Barca, Real Madrid, Bayern Munich, and then who else? So, if we're, I mean, if we're in the top five, who else would make up that? That top five, obviously, it, according to him, it's us, Barca, Madrid, Bayern, and who would be that fifth team? So he was saying it, it's probably worth a discussion about who potentially is the that fifth team, and also how crazy it is that we're being mentioned in the same sections as Barca, Madrid, and Bayern, which is probably something we've not had for yeah. a long time. So I mean, the other sort of top European giants, maybe someone like Juventus or Atletico, but I mean, PSG, PSG's a there's another one. That's I mean, they just lost their first game in 36. Did they really? On the to weekend Leon. to Leon, yeah. yeah. 
Um, the, the problem with PSG, just as a side, is they've got the Celtic problem where there's no one else in their team, no one else in their league that touches them. So they've got no, they can't get better. Um, but they still beat Chelsea, so we're. We're, we're, we're all good. Yeah. Oh, did they draw with them or did they beat them? They beat them 2 1. 2 1. Yeah. And then they're going to go and do them again. Uh, Bruce Dortmund. How exciting oh, is that? It's, I'm as excited as when we got through in our Champions League group and drew Milan. I remember thinking that and being like, oh my God, we're play AC Milan. But to play Dortmund, yeah. the Champions League finalists, weren't they? Only a few years ago. That is going to be an absolutely it? incredible tie. They're, they're amazing they're, they're so good I am flying to Tokyo on the day of the, the home leg so I can't go to either game because I can't take any more days off to go I'm, I'm genuinely devastated it's like the um, I would swap a lot of games that I've been to to go to that Inter game I would swap 99% of the games I've been to this year to be at that Bruce Dortmund game Bruce Dortmund the atmosphere is going to be electric oh, as I'm well, already right? excited for it you going? Uh, I'm going to the home game, yeah. You're going to the home sent game. the applications off. Going? Game, no plans yet. No plans yet. I mean, it'll be on TV, though. But that's like proper glory, glory tie, isn't it? I mean, this is now where the Europa League, like, we got through the, the, the... Well, this is exactly it. And this is my argument always with the Europa League. Yeah, the group stages, you're playing FC Sheriff and it's boring. But when you get to this part of the competition... <laughs> it, they always get the kick in FC Sheriff. <laughs> or Trump, Trump's <laughs> over it. But when you get to this stage, you're playing elite European teams now that are going to be in the Champions League next season. So yeah. we need to be able to, to I mean, deal with these type of fixtures. And this is only going to be good for us next year. We should get in the top four. Um, but it's only going to be good for us playing in these big European nights again next season with the experience of playing Fiorentina and playing Dortmund. Yeah, yeah. So let me read you... Um so on the on the Borussia Dortmund website, they said, "Where are we going?" Hans Joachim Vatsko, who's the chairman and CEO of Borussia Dortmund, said, "A fantastic opponent. There will be two great evenings of football at White Hart Lane and the Seagull Iduna Park. We are looking forward to both encounters." Michael Zork, who's the sporting director, said, "Tottenham are the most difficult side that we could have been up against, but it's also a hugely appealing fixture." Thomas Tuchel, head coach. I think it's a golden opportunity, very difficult, but also hugely appealing. We are looking forward to two exciting matches. On a personal level, I'm looking forward to meeting a special coach and I'm already looking forward to the amazing atmosphere in return leg at White Hart Lane. Mats Hummels, obviously the captain of Borussia Dortmund. It's a golden opportunity, everything that we imagined in the Europa League and the next crunch encounter after Porto. We're very happy with the draw. I think we've got a good chance of progressing, but to do so we have to produce the goods. First of all, class. I love that they're excited to play us. Like, yeah. when when does that ever happen? Like, that's and it's nice to play such a classy opponent, you know. I also, off the back of the tour, did you see Gary Lineker's tweet, which was hilarious, Amazing. which was two European giants drawn together elsewhere. Liverpool playing United. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll come to the the Dortmund Bridge next week. Um, so let's talk quickly about Swansea. Um, it, tell you what's been annoying about Swansea is it's it's. We've just been used as a comparison for Arsenal. Arsenal are going; they're on a negative spiral. The fans hate them. Arsenal fan TV is the funniest thing on online at the moment. Uh, and our everyone's, you know, that everyone knew that we were going to win, but it, we had to fight for it. I mean, this I didn't think we, when we were one nil down with about twenty two minutes to go. I was thinking it's going to be one of those days. Like I, when we come back, I was obviously absolutely buzzing, but I was there was an element of surprise. As much as we were dominating, I still thought this is going to be a typical one yeah, yeah, yeah. Spursy loss but I don't Juice think we can, we can really even use the word Spursy anymore because I mean turnarounds like that is, it never happens so those hundred, we had a shot every 
158 seconds. That's mad. Like, that's FIFA stats. It's just bang, 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 bang. How good is Danny Rose as well? Because we've come from a place where he, people wanted to sell him. People never wanted to see him back at the club two seasons ago. And now, he's incredibly important. I think even at the start of this season, people were saying, Ben Davis is coming in and not look that great. We need to go and buy ourselves another left-back. Most people... I mean, at the start of the season, especially after the United loss, was saying that that's probably what we've got to do. But he's proved so many people wrong. It yeah. makes you think, why has he not been in the England squad? Yeah. Is there any? Because I was reading some stuff about that Charlie Daniels at Bournemouth was going to get a call up. And I was what? thinking, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Number one, who? But number two, if, that, if that's happening, why is, why is he not in the England squad? Yeah. Is there a better English left back this season consistently than him? Because I don't think there is. No. Baines has been injured, Gibbs has mm. been injured. I, I I agree, basically. Um, stats: the youngest, the second youngest lineup in the Premier League this season, which is mad. Um, and we also have the youngest, and that's when we played City when we beat four. <laughs> <laughs> um, but let's thirty-four shots, fifteen of which were on target. Like it was a total domination. Nice. It's always nice to see Siggy back at the lane. Um, did we? Was it mistake selling him? No. No. <laughs> no, we don't. I don't think so either. No. Where, where would he play right now, Chadley? Let's the Chadley conundrum. What do you think of Chadley? Um, he divides opinion. He really does. Um, What's your opinion? The thing is, my opinion changes on him on a pretty much on a weekly basis. Um, I think he's good as an impact player. Yeah. Um, when he starts, he goes missing occasionally, um, but off the bench. As you've seen in the last couple of weeks, um, he's been quite lethal. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially against like when he came on against Leicester in the in the cup. He was great, um, wasn't he? He was great. He was amazing. And the, the goal he got against uh, was it Palace? We beat a three one. Three one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. The last one, um, so you know, he's, off the bench is good. Starting, Jory sit out. Who's who's your starting? We always do this, and it's quite it's getting boring now. But the starting front four: so you've got Kane. Who's your midfield? And basically, we know what the defence is. Who's your the two, the three, and the one? Kane up front. Who's your two? Dyer. Dyer and I'd go Dembele. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, as the holding. I think everyone was. And agree. then I'd go Lamella, Ali, Eriksen. Eriksen. I think that's right. Do you think? I think so, but I think. Because Dembele's in for the West Ham game, it's going to be very interesting selection. Because obviously, there's no Dembele for that game. Yeah. As it's to a, how he approaches yeah. it, because I think Chadley will start against West Ham. Yeah. Because obviously, we're going to have to do a lot more defending in that game than yeah, yeah. we've had to do. So I, I think that for the game against West Ham, he'll go Dyer Ali as the holders, and then Chadley, Eriksson, maybe Son. And drop Lamella because I think Lamella's he's mm. been a bit hit and miss Lamella, yeah, hasn't he? Mm. I, I like but his aggressive. Who knows? Or, but, but Mason's been playing great yeah, since yeah, coming yeah. back from injury. He's been great, so maybe maybe he'll come into the team. It's not a bad problem to have, though. No, no. What's going on with Ben Taleb? Do we think because he's just not getting a look in anymore? No, but I think when he when he's been he's not been playing great when he's played. No. If you look back, like the games that he played really well in the cup replay at Leicester, yeah. which I went to, he was great in that game. But all the other matches. I think he played in the Palace game, which we lost, didn't he? Like, yeah, awful at United to, in the first yeah. game. Yeah. So I don't think he's helping himself when he's getting a chance. He's not. But he's been injured for quite a while, hasn't he? Yeah. yeah. I'm 
Clinton and G. What do we do with him when he comes back? <laughs> is he like? alive? Like, he's been, he has been injured. He's been out for a long time. He hasn't scored yet either, has he? No. No, he did set up that Lamella goal. <laughs> my, my brother loves him. My brother <laughs> absolutely loves Clinton. But what does he love? Like, what, <laughs> what does he know? <laughs> Just, just, just like just short. Him. I think I've actually only seen him in real life twice. I've never right? seen him smile. <laughs> like, I've never seen him smile. But if you were Clinton and G, would you be smiling? Because you're always injured. I mean, if you offered me that money to sit on my backside at the world's and greatest do your hamstring every month. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, let me have a look. Injuries and G knee should be back this month though. Is that what <laughs> it says? Yeah, yeah. Do you want to make a guess on um, how many nutmegs Deli Ali's done? I'm gonna go for eight. 12. 19, 12 in the Premier League, 5 in the Europa League. That's what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> and 2 in friendly, so that was one against her. Can I say, Swansea have only had 7 different individual scorers. We've had 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, twice as many, which is interesting, isn't it? And also, I actually think that Swansea could cause Arsenal some problems because oh, they're definitely. playing them tomorrow, definitely. aren't they? The way they defend, like, that's not easy to break down, the way they defend. No. So, I mean, if they can nick a goal against. Well, this is the problem that, them, you never know. Well, this is the problem that Leicester are having now, because where they play against teams like us who open up, they, they, they go through them, basically. But now, against teams like Norwich, who can't defend, who just defend. And also, they're playing, they've got West Brom tomorrow, haven't they? Was it tonight? Is it tonight? Like, Sandro. That's what I'm thinking, Sandro. Five centre-backs, Sandro, Jakob and Fletcher. Oh, <laughs> And they're scoring. They scored three goals in the last game, didn't they? Um, West Ham. It's, it's a big game. I'm going to Massive say, game. I'm going, sitting in the home end with Jay, who is a very excitable man. <laughs> and it's going to be very difficult to... So we'll uh, we'll visit you in A&E. Um, I'm leaving 10 minutes early, man. I'm getting away from it. Um, so West Ham, we'll, let's just do the score, because by the time you've heard this, it'll be the day off. So what? what, what the score? 1-1. One, 1-1. One. One, one. 2-1 Spurs. 2 nil Spurs. 3-1 Spurs. I'm going, they're going to score, we're going to win by two. And then a little matter of a, the most important North London derby of recent years. How excited? Are you going? I'm going. I'm going. Well, I was saying, is this the biggest North London derby of all time? Because it can't be only, bigger than that FA Cup semi final. Well, that, that's the only thing. So I said it to my dad, and he said that semi final was massive. I was like, but this is a near on title six points. If we win tomorrow, they lose tomorrow, and then we beat them on Saturday, we'll be nine points ahead of them. But also, like an incentive, if if Leicester drop points, let's say Leicester draw to West Brom tonight, we then win at West Ham. Because we're the Saturday lunchtime game, we'd be in a position where if we beat Arsenal, we go top. Ooh. Yeah. I mean, if that's not motivation. So I've got, actually got a question for you guys. Yeah. Would you like to stay second for as long as possible? Yes. And then pip first with the last couple of games. Yes. Or would you want to stay or just hit top and? All the pressure that comes along with being top, yeah, yeah, and sort of amber over the line. I mean, which? Oh, right. So Ferguson said that said that didn't he? So when he was talking about Chelsea when they won it by some like 12, 18 points, he said like it's been easy for them. They haven't had anyone chasing them. He said United have always been chasing, always had people on their heels. Um, and it goes back to that Wenger quote where he says, you know, there's people who don't like to lose and people who like to win. There's two different types of people. I've always, you know, when my races, when I'm doing my running and my triathlon, I always like to hang back and then go through people um, rather than get ahead. But some people just like to be ahead and just make sure that they stay ahead. Which one would you rather? Um, probably stay second for as long as possible and then get into, like, first with, like, three, four games to go. Um, just because... 
I like what Posh is in the team. Mm. That, you know, she's taking pressure off him. Yeah. Um, and I feel like if we hit, like the man game started already, Ranieri's already said Spurs are title favourites. Um, so the mind games have started. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I say I'd like to hang back, keep where, stay where we are. I wouldn't mind being two points behind with four games to go, and just just go for it. See, as you're saying it to me, I just want to be in the. I just want to be first. That's all I want. That's all I want. I'm just so excited. Like, we're talking about <laughs> coming first. Like, it's absolutely mad. But on on Branieri starting to play the mind games, I think that's the first sign of him feeling the pressure now. Massively, he's not he's not been like that at all all season. Whereas now he's sort of finally starting to develop. And I, I, we saw it against when they lost to Arsenal. They just beat Norwich. Yeah, yeah. I think they're starting to really feel the pressure of it. So we, we, I wouldn't be surprised if they dropped drop points to West Brom or in yeah, the next yeah. few games. So one point we brought up on match of days. Our stadium's got the best atmosphere, which makes it is the twelfth man. It is it it it's like having goal difference. It's another point effectively. Just on that, so I wasn't at the Swansea game. I was listening to it on the radio, um, which is the worst way that you can. That's my like, favourite way because uh, I'm like I can hear you telling me that we're all over them, but like I can't see it. So yeah, I don't yeah. know what's happening. But when Swansea scored, I had to sort of like do a double take at the radio because it was like Poloski scored, and all I could hear was Spurs fans singing. So I was yeah, like, yeah. No, they can't have scored because yeah, yeah. why is there that atmosphere? But that's as it all didn't. Well, that's a neat down. segue onto the new camp on Sunday. So I was there, Sevilla, Barcelona, like see the best team in the world. Barcelona, I mean, I'm not going to take too long. Barcelona weren't that good. They did just enough. Sevilla were really good, disruptive. They've always. Did you watch it? Because you've got Sky. Messi scored an unbelievable free kick. Not he's like the Argentinian Ericsson. That's how I. That's where I place it. And then um, uh, PK scored to make it two one. Uh, but the, the point I'm making, not very well, is that <laughs> Sevilla scored on 25 minutes, and their fans are in the gods. And I mean, literally. On the mountain mm. was Zeus in the gods, right? And you can't, you couldn't hear anything. You, I literally, do you remember who did we play? Where we had the whole ground in the Europa League. It might have even been FC Sheriff, where they literally the had no, <laughs> they had no fans. They just had one director with a scarf, literally <laughs> one director. And so when they they actually scored, there was not there was, there was not a sound. Like it was the weirdest experience. That's what it was like for a Champions so cool. League team. Um, that ground is massive, like. I did the tour, which was tell you what I did the tour. The tour was awful because, like the tour at White Hart Lane, you have a guide who talks you through it. New Camp, they get so many people come through, and it's so big they just point you in the direction and just go around the museum. But then you see like five Champions League trophies there. You see Messi's golden boots, and that makes you like it genuinely makes you feel They've quite got emotional. The chapel, haven't they down the tunnel where the opposition defenders go to pray yeah, to yeah. pay before games? Yeah, yeah, um, and. But tell you what, they've, as you finish the tour, they say that you'll watch a video which you'll never forget. I've already forgotten most of it, but, cause it, but it's basically a YouTube highlights package <laughs> on massive screens. Think of the biggest screen. It's like literally six cinema screens next to each other. But one bit they've got. You remember when Iniesta scored that, that goal in the 93rd minute against Chelsea yeah. to knock them out? They've got that, and then they've got about 20 seconds of Chelsea fans just crying. Those <laughs> <laughs> are different shots of Chelsea fans, which I could watch all day long. Arsenal result 2-1 Spurs 3-1 Spurs 1-0 one 1-0 one do you know what I was thinking you remember when we beat Chelsea 5-3 and they were saying we want 6 how good would it be to sing that on Saturday so you've gone have you gone for 2 wins this week then yeah would you take 4 points now or would you take them as in give you 4 points from the next 2 games would you take it all day long all day long a win and a draw who, who are we drawing against 
I just to draw against West Ham and then beat Arsenal. But yeah, I mean, it doesn't really matter. Point, I think four points from the next two would be very good. It. Yeah, I mean, I would want the win against Arsenal because West Ham are irrelevant now. Yeah, because actually, we do that. Whatever happens with Leicester, we're, we're putting points behind Arsenal in third place. Ooh, um, I just want to read the April fixture list because actually, all the fi- so we've got West Ham Arsenal. Then next Thursday, we've got Borussia Dortmund, then Villa away, Borussia Dortmund, Bournemouth, which are the perfect two that you'd yeah. want, aren't they? Mm-hmm. Bournemouth at home, which will be... They're a be. funny team, though, Bournemouth. Like, I've seen them play really well. In, they, they won at Stamford Bridge, didn't they? And they beat United. Like, I've seen them... When they turn it on, they're actually not too bad. But we thumped them, didn't we? Yeah. You talk about one. two mid-table sides yeah. there. You know. But April, Liverpool, United, Stoke, West Brom. Some horrible fixtures mm. there. Um, and we don't know what's going on with the uh, that Liverpool League. game will be tough. Oh, how big's that? We haven't won. That's five thirty kickoff on Saturday. How big's that game though? Oh, the Stoke and West Brom games Monday and Monday, two Mondays in a row. Stoke away on a Monday night. Oh, Messi couldn't do it. <laughs> Messi could not do it. And then Chelsea, Southampton, Newcastle. So basically, how many? Three, six, nine, twelve, fifteen, eighteen, twenty-one, twenty-four. 27 points out of those 27 points available I mean I'll take that if that was good <laughs> off, but no, I'll take 26 from the 27 so I, I actually did this before I came on um, oh yeah so I did a bit of predicting yeah 23 points from the next 11 games yeah and then did you do the other teams no <laughs> I, I think I think we're going to win the league 23 points which would take us up to 77 is unbelievable that, is that it? do you think that's enough to win but the league but isn't that enough. only Five more than what we got with AVB. Didn't we get 72? What, when we got fourth but didn't get Champions League? And when we got... Didn't we finish fifth with AVB and we got our most points we've ever accumulated? Uh, yeah. Is that 72? I don't yeah. know. That's a, that's a question for another time. But. Poch. Let's quickly talk Poch. It's difficult now to... So I remember where, where and when I was when AVB got fired. Like, you know, dying or dying, AVB getting sacked. It's one of those World Trade Centre <laughs> moments. <laughs> Do you not think? <laughs> I was devastated, man. Because, like, dying and dying. Let's, let's go here. It was the World Trade Centre moment. That's the line that's done me. Yeah. I was going to say, it doesn't have much impact on me, but it does, the World Trade Centre. But, like, dying and dying, it was just um, a fair-ridden, posh woman who, unfortunately, hit a wall in, in Paris. But, like, AVB, that meant something <laughs> to me. But, you know, it meant... But AVB was, like... He was... After Harry and Tim... Tim Sherwood's afterwards, but like the, the lack of a plan, it was it was just amazing. But now Poch is, we've got Plan A, Plan B, Plan C. The fans love him. The fans love the the team. He's done an incredible job on so many Remarkable. levels. It's, I don't know why he'd leave either. Like, where would he go? That's a good point. I mean, I see Chelsea have, or oh, they were going to a point. Contact from Conte, aren't you, they? Yeah, the Italian um, national team. It's their new manager, which is good because it's just one less thing that we're going to have to worry about. I think the yeah. only, the only one that I'd be slightly worried about would be United. United, yeah. Because I, do, I don't think he would have necessarily gone to Chelsea because he knows you, you get a season at best yeah. and then you're gone. I think they get Mourinho. Battered. I think he's going Mourinho, and then they'll go Juve. He might. He could go to Juve. He could do. I saw. I did see a really good comment from him about people saying like. Oh, do you want to stay in the Premier League the whole career? And he was like, no, I want to go back to Spain one day. So maybe he's eyeing up the... Back to Spain. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, maybe he's eyeing up Madrid or Barca, one of them. But in England, there's, Barca, there's, yeah. there's not a better job for him really in England than us at the moment, is there really? No. Whereas Britain, you could go Wrexham, 
You go uh, Conway Bay. <laughs> I've started fo- Conway Bay on Twitter. is a brilliant follow. Yeah. It's, it's it's just really shit football. Um, <laughs> Any more on before we get? Have you got trivia or you have got a bit of trivia? Let's do a bit of your tri- your trivia oh, question that's that. Okay, um, so I can't take any credit for this. This is uh, all from Stato. Well, he's not here, so you should have taken credit. He'd have been fuming, wouldn't he? I'm just going to find it. This is the, a quiz which we do. So the answers on the back, we all ask each other. They're rock hard. So, his question to me, which, for everybody's reference, I got awfully wrong, was, which two players have played in a record six League Cup finals? So, which two players? So, two players that have played in six League Cup finals, who are they? We'll come to that at the end. So, we'll do quiz, we'll do fancy league, because I'm sure you want to do it. Oh, yeah, of course. And then we'll do... um, Forgot about that. The two players who've played in six... League Cup finals. I'm up to fifth from eight, so congratulations. What's it like being what seven points more than you? Not top. Only one person beat Ola Holtman. Is the only person that beat me, so you can suck on that. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Jack, not Ola. Um, (laughs) uh, Quiz. You uh, no Jack's feature. Uh, No, brilliant. Wasn't on the agenda, so I can't. I can't be blamed this week for that. (laughs) Up until the end of the 2005. Sixth season. How many times have Tottenham Hotspur defeated Arsenal at Highbury in the Premiership? Uh, one, two, or three? Two. One. He's, one is the correct answer. Hundred, just stop there. Hundred percent record in the quiz. <laughs> yeah. um, what nationality is Goran Bunyacevic? Serbian. Romanian. Slovakian. This is a bit out of date. This Yugoslavian. <laughs> Slightly out of date. My one pound quiz. <laughs> Which club did Spurs draw two two with in a 1981-1982 charity shield? Oh, two two. Uh, Liverpool. Um, Man United. Aston Villa. I was going to say Villa, but what did they? We didn't win the league in '81. Well, they must have done. But yeah, <laughs> thanks, mate. Surely, um, thanks, mate. Uh, what award did Pat Jennings win in the 1975-76 season? What award? Yeah, um, most clean sheets. Nope. Player of the year. PFA Player of the Year. Mm, two out of two. Definitely now. Yeah. Um, how many league appearances did Pat Jennings make for Tottenham? 450, 472, 497 or 520? 497. 572. Should have gone. Should have gone after two from two. <laughs> Steve Perryman was it assistant to which manager at Spurs? I don't think it's Hoddle. Venables. I think it's Hoddle. It's Hoddle, isn't it? Or the Ardiles. Which Paris-based club did David Ginola play for in the 1988-89 season? And it's not PSG. Um, You you will not get this. Oh, right. That's fine then. Uh, (laughs) Lens. Uh, Matra Racing Paris. Letter named Racing Paris. Un. Mm, Yeah. Close. Yep, yep, yep. yep. Um, (laughs) Which club did Gaza join after leaving Spurs? Really? Well, that's here. Yeah. Okay. That's correct. <laughs> yeah. Which club did Rory Allen join when he left Spurs? Charlton. 
Villa did win the league, by the way. Um, in 1988, you won. I just, I just don't believe it. Uh, Crystal Palace. Pompey. Pompey. Player Pomp. What is the compulsory retirement age for a referee? Stato. <laughs> Um, Stato must be approaching this age, right? Oh, right. 70. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He only looks 50, though, doesn't he? <laughs> um, I'm 58. 48. The day oh, you turn 48. Because you you, in the league, because you, you can referee longer in World Cups, can't you? Cause why? But what's, it's why? I don't know. 40 is such a specific it's 48. 48, yeah, yeah. 48. 48. Like, anyway. How many red cards did Tactics Tim Sherwood receive in his Premiership career? Dim Deadwood, four. Four? Yeah. Is that, is that right? right? Four, yeah, four's the answer. Come on. You've got to know, yourself. You've got to know, <laughs> got to know who you hate. If a, if a direct free kick is kicked directly into the team's own goal, what is awarded? It's a goal. That's a goal. It's a corner kick. That's amazing. <laughs> That's, I'd love to see that tried. That's amazing. To the, to the opposing team. Yeah, yeah, but like, imagine you get an indirect free kick on the goal line, right? And they, they just crowd it. You just back heel it into the goal and go corner. Like, what are you going to do? I love that. I can't have ever happened in a game before that. <laughs> Which Scandinavian club did Tottenham Hotspur defeat 12-3 on aggregate in the UEFA, club for, UEFA Cup first round in the 1972-73 season? If you get this, I mean, mould, <laughs> moulder, <laughs> FC Sheriff, <laughs> Lynn Osler, obviously. Come on, mould was a great shot. Mould's a great shot. That's a great shot. Uh, what ground did Spurs win the 1961 FA Cup? Say again. At what ground did Spurs win the 1961 FA Cup? Park. Yeah, Wembley. Is that <laughs> That's one of the best questions we've had. <laughs> My favourite one was what nationality is Michael Dawson. <laughs> right, last one guys. On which ground did Spurs win the FA Cup for the second time in nineteen twenty one? Villa Park. Wembley. Stanford Bridge. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that is so funny. I remember is. there being a question once about like, Alan Sugar's businesses, to which just had nothing to, <laughs> no. nothing to do with us. So let's get this out of the way. So, Fancy League. Did you do Fancy League? I do, indeed. You yeah. should join the. How many points have you got? Do you know? Totally. Um, I haven't checked it for a couple of weeks, but it was. Doesn't sound like you're that serious <laughs> on it. I was, I was past a thousand. Yeah, we've everyone is past it. So last is Stato, fifty-year-old Stato on one thousand one hundred and seventy-four. Sam Latchford doing awfully. He just doesn't. He just he's doesn't. He's got Dusan Tadic still on his team. He just he's just left it. Let's have a look. What is UCFC? Is it a funny U- UFC it's thing? A, it's not anything to do with UFC. It's just quite an abusive team name. <laughs> Leave that one there. I saw a filthy one, which I'll tell you off air the other day. Uh, Javad. Now, if you're not listening to the Tottenham Hotspur family, it's great. It was in the, the um, official newsletter because they did a brilliant episode with the Tottenham ladies. Um, listen to it. He's, a, he's the nicest man in the world as well. I'm saying that because he bought me Man United tickets <laughs> for me when I was away. But he's also... Um, I, it, the day we beat City, he also um, got news that he's... I'm not sure if I'm meant to say this. Sorry if I'm not, Javad. Is he, he's going to the ground. He won a competition with... Uh, Who's I saw that. He was t- I saw him mention it on Twitter, so it's, it's public. Buzzing. I spoke yeah. to him on the phone, man. He's a good man. Paul Burkett, Biggie Singh Jahal, Dan Chambers, Brian Anson, Ola Holtman, who beat me, uh, Chris Peace, Van, Brian Sevilla, Carl Woodbridge, Kevin Latchford, 
smashing Mr. Latchford all over the park now. So, <laughs> how many points are clear of him? Are you? Uh, six. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Fifteen. So, um, Tony Scott, Bradley Briggs, Holiday Dan, and in the lead still with ne- nearly a hundred points ahead of Dan Hernies, Mr. Jack Latchford. So, congratulations, Dan. Thank you, Jack. You prick. <laughs> we don't swear on this podcast. We do, do not we? swear on this. Not unless new Dan's here. <laughs> yeah. Um, two players that have played in six League Cups. You thought about it? You haven't had the no, chance. No, not really. No. <laughs> uh, I'd forgotten. I'd even let's, asked it. Let's do two clues quickly. So one of them couldn't hit a barn door. Played in Australia. Played for Liverpool. Played I was for Bolton. Say they've both played for Liverpool. Oh yeah. That's that, well. It's not really much of a clue. If I want to play, uh, Spain loved him. That one was Emil Heskey. And the other one, oh, Welsh legend for a start, Mustachioed. Never played in the Premier League, I don't think. I'm thinking Crown Paints, Liverpool mm. top, Volley. I can hear people, listeners screaming out there. Ian Rush. Ian Rush, Ian Rush, Rush, Rush. That's it. So, your first podcast, you broke your duck. How have you, feel? have you felt? Have you felt? Have you felt? It's good, isn't it? Yeah. Apparently, Stato's back next week. Or he said that every week, but apparently he's back next week, so it's going to be wonderful to have him back. And he might even be bringing a guest. So that's how so we've heard. So we've heard. That's very exciting. Um, so you can follow us at underscore Echoes of Glory. I'm so I think I had a whole another conversation. Yeah, yeah. It? So basically, um, I'm also doing another. There's another podcast, a media one. We're speaking to inspirational people, so um, it's really good. It's called Connected. So I did that, and then I was talking about my, my Twitter handle, which used to be at Bright Lily White, and I got dug out by our chief strategy officer and our CEO for having a ridiculous name. So it's now at ASD, the brand, because... It's even more ridiculous than it was before. <laughs> my, wife, my wife really hates it. She thinks I'm a bit of an ass. Um, at ASD, the brand, at Latchford J for Jack. That's who, a professional Twitter handle. That was, it's now mixed, because I did have a professional one, but now I've, I've just mixed personal. Mm. So you'll see some media stuff. Some um, Anyway... Jack's one's one of my favourites. It's very motivational. Your one, what's your, are you on Twitter? No. What, what's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> Don't they have Twitter in Tottenham? Yeah, just haven't had time to invest. Yeah, whatever. In it. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not watching Arsenal fan TV, give it a watch. Who cares about the views and the ad revenue? It's amazing that they're in utter meltdown. It's it's and search hashtag Wenger out as well. It's it's brilliant. It's. That's a great read, Finger <laughs> Out. You should search hashtag Finger Out, but also search hashtag Finger Out, hashtag Finger In, and you can just see the arguments. It's so good. They're in such a mess, and like, I don't, you know, I don't. I'm not massively anti-Arsenal for the sake of being anti-Arsenal. Because I, I was watching, you know, on Match of the Day, they had Wrighty and Shearer. Now, yeah. you you got to respect those two. I mean, what players they were, and I was thinking like, there's some people who just hate Wrighty just because. Righty, like he's my best mate. Righty, because he's because <laughs> he's Arsenal and he's a bit of a gob, he's gobshite. But what a player! Well, Alan Shearer as well. Sharp just elbows, just the two hundred and sixty goals. That's it. League, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's it. So thanks for listening. Download the show. Rate us. Just so other people can help uh, can find us um, and let us know what you think. We're always here, um, and we'll speak to you in a week. Thanks for listening. I almost did it again. Yeah, Jack, like every week. Jack look, looks at me and then I almost forget I haven't done it for two weeks. But whatever happens against Dortmund, against the scum, against the other scum, the future's bright, the future's really white. Come on, you Spurs. We're genuinely going to forget one week to, to finish. <laughs>
Mass's top free kick at Wembley Aussie's knees have gone all trembly And the Tim requires assembly Danny Montawa Local boy Ledley King Greavesy scoring everything Glenn Hoddle, Chrissy Waddle Lee Young Kyo Casey Keller, USA, Woodgate is not fit to play Amatini, Kudocini, Freddie Canute Gary Mabbitt in Chilin Sergi Rebra for the win Run for me, Nick on me, 4-3 Stout Terry Heroes in white and blue We've all loved you since 1882 Even when I'm feeling grey Despite the tears and pain I go to White Hart Lane Linica playing fair Aldrich here there everywhere Pat Jennings luscious hair Super Vertonghen Alyachenko number 9 Nine from the halfway line Villa's running 81 Under Twin Towers Daniel Levy's transfer steals Harry Redknapp steals on wheels The legend Steve Perryman MBE Hugo Loris clean sheet Born of Stefan Dalmatti I'm playing at White Hart Lane Nicola Bertie Heroes in white and blue This one's for Billy Nick His football did the trick He showed the world what Spurs could do The League and Cup we won in 1961 Aaron Lennon's one green shoes Gareth Bailey used to lose Alan Hart and Wheel knew his passport said Spain Berbatov, turn and strop Hartsey saving from the spot Beat Chelsea at Wembley We lifted the League Cup Maradona is a spur We're the football connoisseurs Chaz and Dave's got me raised Chirpy the cockerel Mendes shoots from halfway Carol Pondling the same Clattenburg Doesn't give the goal Mabizela's work of art Tricky Rafa van der Vaart He's got no head We don't care Martin Martin Yo Lily White's from White Hart Lane Red so Ziegler Sounded just like Ziegler Getting to the grounds of pain Getting nasty blisters down the Seven Sisters Teddy and to equalise Ginger Pele in disguise People speak of the technique that Jason does a lot Jamie Redknapp on TV We love Alan Mullery Raziak, don't come back Andersimovic Crenshaw substitution Tom Hardwister's distribution Jermaine Defoe, he's Cisco He's linguistic skills Scott Parker could not try harder Danny Rose is 30 yarder Darren Bent's headed wide Sandra could have scored that Heroes in blue and white We sold Sakura and we dropped Samora Spurs make my dark days bright But it makes me sad The Steger was so bad Robbie Keane in the box Edgar David, Redlocks, Palacios, Stripey Socks, Everson Hattrick, Dave Mackay picking fights, European Glory Knights, Terry Dyson go on my son, Cliff Jones on the wing. Dean Richards, John White, Legendary Lily White, How dare S for kick, Who dare is to do? Clive Allen, Paul Allen, Joe Allen, Les Allen, Rory Allen, Russell Allen, Allen Gilsey. Lily White from White Hart Lane. Kazuyuki the Bentley's free kick over. We treat Judas with disdain. His transfer was a farce, so shove him up your arse. And Liam Walker's page to go. Gus Poirier, free kick curl. Gomez made super saves, he can shake my wife. 
Edrington loved the cookies Andy Reid loved the cookies Star Wars music and some Wookiees right before the game Heroes in blue and white When I feel depressed In Cochinola undressed Point won't give up the fight Fox never quits, you can be sure of it. Robinson's long shot, ABB's deep squat, David Howe's on the prowl in the FA Cup. Andy Sinton's England call, Michael Brown starts a brawl, Peter Crouch eight foot tall, Jurgen Klinsmann's dive. Arsene Wenger's dodgy vision, Howard Webb's bad decision, Ramon Vega playing Sega, Sandro's kung fu kick. Eric Torsten looking swell Espen Barson Leonard and Smith and Shepard bound to score Give me more and more and more Heroes in white and blue We like to win in style We've done it for a while It's better to rain very high Then our football story will echo with glory Lily White and White are May If the budget allows The anchor will be ours Thanks Dave Henson 44 if he were here, we'd buy the boy a beer Heroes in white and blue This one's for Billy Nick, it's the ball did the trick He showed the world what's right to do The League Cup we won in 1961 Heroes in white and blue We've all loved you since 1882 Even when I'm feeling grey Despite the tears and pain, I go to White Hot Lane Heroes in white and blue We like to win in style We've done it for a while It's better to aim very high Then our football story Will echo with glory